0: Ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of Search Engine Optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO, SEO rock stars. Rock stars.
1: All right, here we go. It's September 23rd, 2014, and I'm Chris Boggs with the Internet Marketing Ninjas, joining you today for SEO Rockstars. Unfortunately, our co-host Darren Bavin is not available, but the great Jim Boykin is joining me. Hello, Jim.
2: Hey, 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 Chris. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty well. I'm hanging out in New York City. Getting ready for a uh, meeting of an old, old group called the Internet Marketers of New York. And and I know you're a member of that, too, Jim. It's too bad you're not going to be down here tonight. But we've got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about today on The Rockstars. Um, According to the Search Engine Roundtable and Barry Schwartz uh, today on the 23rd, he posted that... Um, You know, before I – let me lay a little groundwork here. We all talk about SEO and we're SEO rock stars and a lot of us go about our business on a day-to-day dealing with SEO primarily in a white hat or at least mostly white hat manner. Uh, And that's because we're dealing with companies and businesses that uh, are not able for some reason or another to take the kind of risks – that are associated with the darker side of SEO, what's also known as black hat SEO. So, uh, according to Rusty Brick, uh, the black hat and gray SEO communities are buzzing about Google's latest efforts to target private blog networks. Apparently, over the last couple of days, Google's uh, gone after many of these networks that are being used to manipulate rankings, as we know and we've known for years. And Jim, uh, you're one of the world masters at it. I mean, linking helps, and it certainly helps you get ranked. And apparently... There's a whole world out there um, that's still using a lot of blog networks for links, and uh, according to uh, the discussion going on at uh, a few blogs, including Bill, uh, Bill Lambert's blog and Black Hat World, uh, there's a lot of uh, pain going on out there, and Google's running through, but there's also people that say that there are some networks that are totally intact. So Jim, you uh, have done linking for many years. Uh, have you ever used a private blog network?
2: Uh, only my own, which was years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, you know, it's, yes, there's so much to say about this. You know I mean? The fact of saying that it's a network right there screws you. It's like, you can't get links from a network because what happens is, you know, and it's funny, I was, I was doing some research on this cause every month Google's whacking the, these, these networks and, I um, was doing a handful of research. I, I came across a nice post by Spencer Hawes as well where, um, you know, he talks about it. He had some sites that were hit and he also mentions one of the, uh, one of the companies with the private blog net networks was a company called, oh, where is it here? It was uh, something about hero. It was like a rank hero. And, it's interesting, That's I went not in, a giveaway but, name, Rank Hero. <laughs> it's not going to give anything yeah. like <laughs> Oh, here's here's maybe it is. Uh, one second, but you know, I go into the site and it's all you know. We're gonna we're gonna describe these sites to you. So you know, they have hundreds or thousands of sites, and you know, it can be like, all right, you know, I want to show me all your travel sites, and and you know, you can go in there and and post your blog post to these sites. But what happens is. Is you know someone goes in and orders a hundred links on a hundred of these sites, and the next person comes in and orders a hundred links, and you know you get a hundred people buying links within your network of thousands of sites, and suddenly there's a pattern, and you know Google is going to be doing things like looking at who are who are sites linking out to what are uh, common sites based on the backlinks, and and that's probably the thing that. Gets most of these people is that you know the these sites that link to them are also sites that uh, are linking out to other uh, sites that are heavily doing SEO and often with keyword rich anchor text and commercial based phrases and and Google can pick that up. So I is mean this they, association? Uh, yes, <laughs> you know if 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 you have a network of a thousand sites and you know that Google has sent someone in there to. Uh, look at the sites and look at who's advertising on them and, and start piecing together what, what that network is and, uh, it, it's not too hard for me. I mean, the more, the more popular the network and the more uh, links that these uh, networks are selling, the more that they create a pattern within their links. And it's a pattern that Google can quickly grab a handful of uh, uh, sites that are buying the ads in there, see all the other sites that they're getting the ads for, and basically can identify that network. And um, it, it appears as if all of these sites, it was kind of interesting that these sites all got a... Uh, Uh, a thin content manual penalty, which was fairly interesting that you would think it would be a link based penalty. um, But Google saying that uh, to these sites that you have thin content, um, there is some debate over that. It looks like most people are kind of questioning why Google's calling it a, uh, a thin content penalty when everyone understands uh, why they were got hit. I, I went into that one company who was mentioned as uh, one, one of the big networks that got hit. I was looking at their sites and the other sites where they're selling the links on. And I see that as of right now, they're no longer taking on the new clients because it's like, what do you do when, you know, everything that you were selling is suddenly uh poison. Well, unless, unless someone want, 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 wants to go in there and buy some links for negative SEO, you know, with every one of these, these networks that Google hits,
1: you right, suddenly right. know that,
2: well, gee, if, if I got a whole bunch of links on these sites to my competitors, uh, what's that going to do to them yeah so well, you hit
1: on it Jim you said that there seems to be a little bit of confusion as to whether it's thin content or the private uh, blog networks in fact uh, there's a, a site called niche or niche dot com uh, that's cited as a uh, postscript in Barry's article uh, that actually has a, li- a blog post that reminded me of something from back in your day Jim uh, it's very uh, it, the title of it is and you'll remember it now all right google you win i'll never use private blog networks again now i seem to recall a day back in your past where you basically wrote a very similar blog post and stopped doing something that google uh, had hit you know you for or apparently had hidden you for what do you think these sites having is this is this guy doing the right thing by doing a post like this and and he by the way is, is uh this is spencer hawson and he's he's bringing up a lot of the confusion sort of where because it's site-wide uh, match of thin content but it seems to him very clear that it's the private blog networks not the thin content that's hitting him so tell us real quick about your history uh with doing this kind of a message on a blog i know some a lot of your longtime uh fans and followers will remember that
2: yeah i i remember writing that post too um you know i guess when you when you've been caught with your hand in the cookie jar, uh, you know, there's different options. You can try and deny it or, um, uh, or hide from it. But, you know, I, I felt at the time, um, and this was back in 2008, um, when I was, when I was caught buying links, you know, we had been doing it for years. It wasn't as gray as it is now. And, um, and in no we were caught buying links and, I had to come out with my post saying, you know, I'll never buy links again. And buying links is past the tipping point. And, you know, from here forward, we have to uh, come up with methods to get citations that are real and natural. And, you know, it, it, at that time in my life, it absolutely sucked um, being hit like, like, like that. But I'm, I'm glad that we did. And I'm glad that it was back in 08 because we had to figure out what our – Uh, more cleaner ways of getting citations to your sites. If if other sites are affected in 2013 or 14, well, we're years ahead of them on trying to figure that out
1: and and you know i think the irony and and we're going to take a break here for a second before we come back and talk about some more seo subjects uh the irony here is that uh a post like this on niche pursuits is going to get a lot of play and get a lot of sharing and a lot of buzz and a lot of links on its own and i i would expect i mean you can either confirm or deny if you'd like but that post that you wrote about saying hey sorry google i'm not going to do it again i bet that drove a lot of link value that specific post didn't it
2: it it may have
1: (laughs) (laughs) it may have you heard it right here on the SEO Rockstars (laughs) don't forget there's always a way to make lemonade we'll be right back
0: you're listening to the SEO Rockstars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm
3: internet marketing ninjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled internet marketing ninjas disavowed documents reconsideration requests panda and paywin penalties let our superior seo ninjas confront all of your link related issues the internet marketing ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise Content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here.
0: back to jamming and spamming with the seo rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm
1: okay folks we're back hopefully you're sitting back as darren likes to say with a nice drink and you're ready for some more discussion um according to ai or al i gotta read this email better <laughs> Um, Experts are predicting, AI, artificial intelligence, I guess that stands for, experts are predicting, according to VentureBeat.com, that half of web searches will soon be speech and images. So speech and images, meaning you're going to be doing your search by either asking a question to your device or you're going to be taking a picture… Uh, as is the main um, the main image here in this article of something, and then doing a search around it. So. Um, you know, this is really aligned with sort of the evolution of search behavior that we've obviously been measuring for a long time, Jim, in terms of as people have become more and more sophisticated. I think part of that is uh, as over the years, I mean, we've been doing this almost 15 years. I know you've been doing it 15 years. I've been close to it. Uh, things, A lot of things have changed in, uh, in behavior within uh, search and that obviously has driven at least part of how we've changed in the way that we do search engine optimization. Uh, for example, there used to be ten blue links uh, back in two thousand, but now we're dealing with all the presence of lots of different digital assets and and other types of results, uh, maybe non text content uh, that's returned to us through universal search and through the advanced search uh, capabilities of Bing um, so now, the next sort of evolution that seems to be happening is the type of search. And I think this is obviously with people being powered by better devices and uh, better cameras and, and better apps that are enable are enabling us to uh, leverage voice and images to do searches. Jim, how often do you use voice search?
2: Well, you know, I, I have the iPhone and I have Siri on there. And so whenever I do try and search, and, and search something, uh, Siri, about ninety-eight percent of the time, it gets my words wrong. I don't, I don't know if it's how I talk or because I stutter. Whatever, but like, I say something to Siri and it just comes out with something completely different. So, um, well,
1: Siri also thinks that the Buffalo Bills were the best team in football. If you asked her last week, but, uh. <laughs> but Baidu not- says uh, Baidu says that um, it's actually been preparing its systems for a time when text will just be another option for searching and not necessarily the default. I think that's sort of a, a good advanced way of thinking about it too.
2: Yeah, you know, I I wonder if someone does things like, you know, in the future if they take a picture of a sandwich or something or they they take a picture of a city street like like see it, see it, see if it'll be like YouTube where First, you get a 30-second commercial, you know. Oh, you're in New York City. Here's some cheap hotel deals, blah, blah, blah. Do you need this? Do you need that? All right, now here's your answer.
1: <laughs> a type of artificial intelligence is something called deep learning, which it involves training systems called artificial neural networks on lots of information derived from audio images and other inputs. So obviously there's a lot of technology behind this. Uh, speech recognition, even Google has said for many years that their speech and their audio and their visual recognition are something that they're not 100% uh, comfortable with, which is one of the reasons that they rely or like to see other signals that help to identify what an image is, and certainly uh, they, uh, you know, have continued to wade forward slowly in terms of trying to deliver um, audio content, given that they can't guarantee uh, without third party validation that the audio content is really what it is is so from an seo perspective does this mean that um let me let me quickly draw a a parallel here and and see what you think jim Uh, i used to write articles years ago about the super bowl ads and how it pissed me off that no uh it made me mad sorry i heard radio uh that no um You know, none of the advertisers would make a connection between some of their slogans that they were describing in their on television advertising and then being able to be found in organic search for those kind of slogans. Do you think that? user behavior and with searches, are they going to be with, with voice search recognition? Does it make sense as an advertiser uh, to prepare content that will return near the top or at the top of the results for specific phrases and that you could maybe uh, ideally seed um, you know, the people that are listening to those advertisements with a specific phrase? Just much like Pontiac did uh, way back when, when it said Google Pontiac and Mazda came in and and stole some of their glory. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, what can we do from an SEO perspective to potentially uh, optimize towards more vi- uh, voice uh, based and image based types of searches?
2: Yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head, some of the things that I'm thinking is, you know, if your site has lots of digital assets and that that can show up within the results. I guess two of the big ones are going to be the images and video. Um, You know, if someone's searching for something and you have, uh, uh, you know, an image answer or video answer, they may do incredibly well. Because I don't know if someone types or if someone says, hey, uh, where's a good restaurant from here? If Google's going to send back the 10 results or, how exactly that that would work, but I guess you know for for every new thing like this, um, of course there's going to be some uh, some uh, some opportunities to market within those uh, within those areas and within those technologies. We just have to find it. I guess the good thing about the uh, the speech part is we at least have a few years to think about that. But I. But I guess, you know, from a website, what I would do to prepare for it is, you know, have a good library of, of images on your website. I'd uh, have a good library of videos on your website as well um, and any other uh, types of digital assets that you can create. You know, you, 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 you can't just be that, that e-commerce store. Um, you, you have to be more. You have to have more uh, more assets that are on your website for more, more ways that people can find your website and talk about your website
1: yeah I tell you Nebraska. Uh, thanks for finding us this article there's there's some great comments and 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 Jim you uh, you just hit the nail on the head in terms of trying to uh, prepare for that kind of user behavior and really it is all about user behavior in this article on venturebeat.com again uh, Andrew Noog I, I never know how to pronounce the last name spelled N-G, capital N, lowercase g. But anyway, he's the chief scientist at Baidu. And uh, he points out... um that speech and images are a much more natural way to communicate, and uh, there's two points here on the images side. One is what are people that are more uh, illiterate, right? If they have a camera or a smartphone, they're now potentially able to do more searches through the fact that they could take a picture of something and ideally find an answer. Now, I guess that begs the question: Does the answer need to also be in pictures? But uh, the other point is uh, the the if you're pointing a smartphone at a camera at a handbag and and it might. It's much easier than doing 10 or 15 types of searches in a row until you can hopefully maybe find a picture of that handbag that you just saw someone walking down the road with and you're really jealous and you want that handbag, right? So if Baidu is you know leading the way in this and sort of image recognition, one last thing that I would uh, – to suggest there, on an SEO perspective, obviously Google and, and Bing would follow. Is that you're going to want to make sure to continuously label your imagery and make sure that it's very clearly labeled as to what it is. Also, use your. Uh, we uh, almost every week it seems like we talk about schema.org, but make sure that you're using the ability to uh, tag everything properly, and that might improve your chances. You agree, Jim? Agreed. All right. Well, let's go to one more break, and then we'll be back with you with a couple last topics. Stay with us here on SEO Rockstars.
0: You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rock Stars exclusively on Webmaster Radio. FM.
1: Yeah don't 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 we're jamming we're spamming Jim so we're not spamming
2: anymore we're just jamming these days. Spamming
1: <laughs> we're spamming. Spammin'. Won't you spam with me? So um ironically we got uh, we closed off before the ad talking about um schema.org and I see based on uh, Brasco and the team's tweet that we got to talk about structured snippets too because we would not want to skip a topic that was tweeted out so um, along those same lines, Google Structured Snippets are officially live in the search results. Our friend Barry Schwartz, this time coming from the Search Engine LAN community, uh, the SEO section, talks about um, a great example where you got a Nikon D7100 in-depth review uh, result that is now including uh, really cool, nerdy photographer stuff like the sensor resolution type 24 megapixel CMOS weight with battery Uh, the display in size and revolution this is all stuff uh, that you can do by replicating a search for Nikon D7100 look for the D PReview.com snippet, and you'll see these examples. Um, you know, it's for the regular listeners. You're probably going to start to see that uh, we've been talking about Schema.org. We've been talking about snippets, much like SEOs used to talk about meta tags. Uh, you know, one of my little pet peeves about SEO is people that call page titles. Meta tags, but that's another story. Um, you know the importance of meta tags uh, of back in days past, before search engines could truly understand and crawl all the content. Um, is now coming back. And I think, Jim, and I'm curious as to your thoughts on this, that this is a bit of um, where the search engine's technology got so smart and can index so much stuff that it might be getting a little bit jumbled within their own databases. So now they've gone back to allowing webmasters to help them to better identify the specific um, uh, elements or, 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 you know, attributes of a particular uh, product, especially when it comes to econ. So what do you think, Jim? Is this sort of a turn back to the old ways and, and Google saying, hey, help us help you?
2: Well, I think a lot of it with the, with the structured snippets is Google trying to give people the answer to their question right there in the search results, um, so, for example, if I type in uh, "what is internet marketing," um, you know, I, I get the big uh, the big snippet up on top with the definition of, of internet marketing. So I think that part of it is Google's trying to give people the answer within the search results. But how do I say there's there's pros and cons to that? I mean, people now get less clicks. Google scraping content from other sites to feed there, so they might not get the click as well. Um, But I would think that from Google's point of view, I don't know if they should do it because if they give the answer right in a search result page to what someone is looking for, then people may not click on the paid ads either. (laughs) Um, I mean, how many people are clicking on the paid ads uh, just not? Realizing that they're paid ads or just caring or even caring because it's almost everything above the fold. So, if someone searches for something and uh, clicks on an ad, uh, that's making Google money. If Google just provides the answer right there in the search results, that usually really annoys people, uh, at least as far as the webmasters go, because Google's now scraping up that content, putting it in the search results, they're not getting the click through um so i you know i guess i i can see google trying to weigh: do we want to give the answer right there in the search results or have people to be able to click through and i guess it'll it'll depend on if google finds that they're losing money from doing that they may remove a lot of it or if they're not losing money because uh it, maybe it's not showing for all commercial phrases yeah, No, not
1: i think it's a, it's a good point jim because um You know, this has primarily been used for a way to help people further um, identify exactly maybe like the difference between blue and a red shirt, for example, like a SKU used to be, right, from an e-com perspective. Um, But you don't want to give away too much information uh, with some exception, right? I mean, potentially what that's going to do is it's going to avoid unnecessary clicks and... With the example here of the nikon d7100, if the sensor resolution is listed there at twenty four megapixel, but I know that the nikon that i 'm looking for is actually thirty six or sixty four or whatever megapixels then i 'm probably going to uh, go past that result so in a way, my experience has just been bettered i would argue uh, based on that additional information that 's now included specifically within the results. I think you know there 's a lot of different nuances as you bought up i mean the search that you uh, you know, you brought up at the beginning. It's a great example of sort of a knowledge graph result that pops up right at the top. Now, this is an additional layer of information that Google's trying to provide to searchers within each of the specific results. That I think, in the long term, hopefully, will uh, provide a you know a, a more positive. Uh, um, experience for all of its searchers. So, Jim, what do you think about um, Bing? Uh, every once in a while, you know, we got to talk about Bing. And uh, our good friend, Dwayne Forrester, who seems to have been winning a lot of awards recently, I congratulate him. Uh, he's, uh, he's flying around the world and, uh, and doing a lot of things. At the same time, Bing's uh, coming out with some announcements, including uh, one that was made today uh, and reported at Search Engine Watch by Ashley Zeckman. Uh, Bing has announced its roadmap for improving image search. And specifically, uh, they're going to start to include responsive design for image search. So um, obviously, this is something that I believe um, Google already has. As I recall, when I do an image search on my phone, uh, typically, that's fairly responsive. But this is something that is new for Bing. Uh, how, often do you use your, uh, how often do you use Bing, Jim? I'll put you on the spot for that
2: uh we'll say 25 percent of the time
1: okay and then is it ever for images uh
2: yes uh probably about half of my image searches are on are on bing actually okay um, now
1: remembering that we're on iheart radio and keeping this safe for uh kids <laughs> uh what kind of images are you searching and do you think that uh that the uh mobile uh aspect of this whole thing is going to improve your experience
2: um, yes, it, it certainly will improve my my mobile experience. You know, it's it's good good for Bing to do this. Uh, should make it easier to to go through images. I mean, for me, it's mostly either you know uh, today I was looking for pictures of some of the pyramids and uh, and and in me- Mexico because we're having an employee trip there. Uh, and other times, it's just stuff that relates to clients um but no i mean this i mean this is good but yeah Dwayne, Dwayne, i believe is over in germany right now there's a sc oktoberfest uh by that's Martin right Hitler that's going on uh uh chris jones our chairman is there but it's a it's a fairly small group. It's uh awesome conference it's it's kind of like an invite only or a very short list of of people that can go to that one but uh That
1: can have the honor to pay the five grand, right?
2: (laughs) I I think if it's five grand, it's closer to ten grand. It's something like Uh, five thousand euros or six thousand euros. Uh, I went. um, and a couple of years prior to that. It's certainly very good and you certainly do drink a lot of beer. <laughs> That's
1: right. So I'm sure there'll be some great Bing images coming out from that. Uh, one, one thing I wanted to add too uh, from this article at Search Engine Watch, um, suggestions um, is an interesting part about search and is another great example that we see happening all the time in SEO where Google and Bing try to uh, better uh, improve the user experience. We probably, I think you can probably close out your user experience line on the bingo card uh, today uh, because um, users that are scrolling page after page are clearly having a difficult time finding what they're looking for. So as you'll probably remember, and as Google has started to do, uh, as well as Bing, they are now categorizing pictures. So if you, for example, uh, search for a specific thing like, um, uh, let's say, Mercury that's a great one to always use as a example of a search that's a little bit uh, stranger. Um, you might uh, get examples. Eh, we're not getting it here, but you search images. Now you're going to look. There's going to be categories for if you're searching for the element or the liquid or the god or the car or the solar system. right? So these are all things um, as... You want to continue to look at ways to improve your SEO is to look at the way that search engines are categorizing elements, especially around uh, keywords that may have multiple meanings, uh, and, uh, and, and consider how you may be able to add some extra content. Uh, let's say you sell the Mercury car. Maybe you should more add some more godlike like content so that you could prepare for the God images as well. What are your thoughts, Jim? <laughs>
2: I'll take
1: traffic any way it comes. You know? That's right. That's right because we're SEOs and gosh darn it, we spam. No, we don't. Hey, everyone, uh, it's come to a close and it's time uh, to for us to go off and be rock stars and, and optimize sites. So we uh, we'll look forward to hopefully seeing you and uh, listen, uh, having everyone back next week to listen to us. If you're listening to us on a podcast on webmasterradio.fm or iHeartRadio, we thank you a lot. Uh, don't forget that we record uh, this show live, and, and it's on the air at 4 o'clock Eastern every Tuesday at webmasterradio.fm. So we hope to see you in the chat room where you can uh, ask questions and make jokes, and maybe we'll even mention them in your name. Jim, give us a yeah to close off the week. Yeah. All right, everyone. See you next time.